episode 79 of Three Brothers Talking is it's happening right now. It's happening as we speak. Actually, episode 79 is happening after we speak because this isn't live. Like it's not. So it's that kind of kills the steam, there's, right? That kind of There's lots of editing that has to take place. <laughs> <laughs> um there's lots of editing that should take place. Yeah. There's not so there's not a lot of editing that does take place. But there is a lot of uh you know, recording it or, and then like putting it all together, putting it on uh, the internet, internet, which is not live. So the interwebs, interwebs, yeah. which, uh, you know, maybe one day we'll do some live stuff, but, uh, today is not that day. Uh, the, although we are recording here back in the studio only like a week after we last did it, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, I think we're back in a groove now that we'll be recording more and maybe even, uh, I don't know. I mean, dare I say, upping our release rate just slightly this year. Like maybe that'll happen. <laughs> just slightly. Incremental. Yeah. Incremental just, growth. Incremental growth. We need to make sure we get to 100 episodes this year. Yeah. We we started talking about it that, over and over happen. again. Yeah, that'll yeah. happen. Well, I mean, it's not a given. <laughs> we started talking about it at the end, close of last year a lot. And now I feel like there is a pressure to even, even if it's not all good, just to make sure we get to 100. Just pure we, content. <laughs> we just got to churn through them. We got to get 20 out and get to 100. This is 79, so we can start the countdown now. Um, if this is 79, does that mean we have we have 20 to go until our 100th yeah, episode? Yeah, until right? the actual 100th okay. episode, yeah. Excellent. That would right. be the milestone, yeah. Okay, we got that all sorted out. We can get into things now. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, David, by the way. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremy. Jeremy, I was wondering if he was, he's been really professional not speaking until he was like introduced there. So, way to go. Oh, I'm I was trying Jeremy. hard. Well, I can't, <laughs> I can't really just let hard. you have the whole intro. Yeah. That's true. I mean, nobody would want to listen to me just talk by myself for that long. I, I, so. I fell asleep. I was kind of like, yeah, this is going on. <laughs> Jeremy was actually hoping to just coast through uh, mm-hmm. the whole recording, get to the end, and be like, yeah. "Yeah, it's a good episode." That was good a great job. one. We should yeah. try. I should try that one time. Just like not talk until the very end of the episode and say, "Yeah, yeah. here's my thoughts," and just like bullet point it and just like end it. Just give a quick thirty seconds at the end of a thirty-minute episode. I disagree with everything we've said. And just, okay, bye. <laughs> Signing off for now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I'm not going to be on this podcast anymore. See ya. All right. <laughs> That's how Jeremy's going to quit. That's episode 99, right before 100. <laughs> It'll be a cliffhanger for... Um, will we be for, back? Who knows? Will we be back? Will all three be in the same room? Uh, so tonight we are recording this episode uh, just a few days after... Um, a few days after Russia has invaded Ukraine, which mm-hmm. I believe was last... I think it was last Thursday. It might have been last Friday. Um, and yeah, I think stuff began Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're recording this not because we are um, history majors or um, experts or geopolitical experts or um, we're not experts. We're not recording it because we are here to give you the answer about, um, you know, every nook and cranny about what's right and what's wrong, not every answer about what America should do in response. 
Um, not every, you know, we're not going to talk about policy and things like that, but we wanted to talk about this as citizens, right? Like just as people, mm-hmm. <laughs> as regular people dealing with what we see over there and dealing with the fear and the, um, you know, the reaction that it brings about in us. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, I think that like, this is something that's obviously on everybody's minds, um, this is the only thing to take COVID off of the headline news in the last two and a half years, mm-hmm. you know, um, and rightfully so we could say. So yeah. it is obviously something that's just everywhere. And we wanted to do something that uh, hopefully was encouraging, hopefully can gear our minds just a little bit in a um, a godly direction as we do this. So I don't know. I mean, as you guys, as we begin to wade into this, What's the first things you guys want to say on the matter? And this will be scattershot. I'm sure this will not be, <laughs> this is not going to be a perfectly choreographed episode as though any of our episodes ever are. Um, but we can just start talking about it as we're wanting to do. So take it away, somebody. <laughs> I guess, well, it comes down to, obviously there's a lot of unrest and like, especially after everything going on, like I said, this is the first thing that's taken anything off the headlines that's going on in America, um, like outside the world. We haven't heard a lot from other countries lately, unless it's about COVID. Um, it's all been basically a, a political unrest here in, in the States. Yeah. Um, so I guess with everything going on, there's just an opportunity, a lot of opportunities for fear uh, more so than ever before, especially coming off of a fearful year. Um that's pretty much all you get now in the news media. Uh, as we all know, that's why we, we talked a little bit last last time about what we focus our attention on. Um, and so with this, I thought we kind of thought that'd be a good way to refocus on what is important um, versus what the world is telling us is important hmm. or yeah. what we should be afraid of from what we should not be afraid of. Like there's a realistic, I guess, anxiety or turmoil going on. Um, but there's also plenty of opportunities to point to Christ and be encouraged in them. Yeah. Mm. The one I was like, the one thing that just sticks out, uh, is like, (laughs) obviously we have not lived through a lot of, you know, war in history, um, with, with our ages and stuff. And also we have never been so connected as a people. And as, you know, as far as like social media's role, um, and connecting people all around the world. So like, it's going to be very interesting how, you know, how we go forward and how things are portrayed because literally like uh, I saw someone was saying, and it's like literally like you can open up your phone, your phone right now, you open it up and you see war. Um, And like, that's all that's being thrown at you. Whereas like, if you think about history, it's never been, I guess a situation where you're that connected. Uh, To, you know, to the to the images, to the to the actions, to, you know, possibly actually connected to people that are over there um, Mm -hmm. in the situation. Like, that's just it's a really odd thought to me that, um, you know, it's not it's not like a portrayal or a reenactment uh, of war. Like, you know, you you look on Twitter or whatever and you are you can see actual you know, war, th- war happening. Um, mm-hmm. and that, yeah, like, like Jeremy said, that can lead to a whole lot of unrest, um, a whole lot of kind of 
um, worry from us here in the U.S., um, you know, where we sit uh, and, you know, kind of a whole lot of, I guess, doubt that you have to you have to weigh through for sure. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's particularly for people in our generation. We are amazingly I was talking with Rachel about this. We're amazingly modern and short-sighted and naive. Like we 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 don't even really recognize the fact that in the 80s the Cold War was going on. Yeah. Most of our mm -hmm. history textbooks are about, they stop at like 1940. Then they probably talk about the civil rights movement. Yeah. And then they're done. Yeah. Then you graduate. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and so we miss out on all these things. Not to mention that we, and it, it to some extent, this makes sense. Like, we do learn primarily about the history on our side of the globe. Which yeah. kind of makes sense because that's where we live. So you should you should sort of know the most about where you live. Mm -hmm. um, but it is it's it is a huge culture shock to us when we see um, a war like like a war kind of break out, particularly in areas of the world that we're not we don't feel like we're used to seeing them there. Yeah, um, like. A war breaks out in the Middle East doesn't really phase us. It's more shocking when, like last year, the year before last year, when somehow all this peace was breaking out in the Middle East, right? Like there was uh, there was treaties being signed and stuff like that. That's more shocking to us in the Middle East than war is in the Middle East. Like that's, you know what I mean? So we're not yeah, used I to seeing it and it's shocking to us. Well, I think your point too, to jump off both you guys said, we have never been so connected worldwide, especially with it being in our pockets. So we feel more connected when honestly, I don't think we're as connected as we think we are. Um, and also we had the local news and that's about it. You might have some big headlines overarching, but from a worldview of history, like the Wolverine to a podcast does a pretty good job of this. Yeah. Uh, the podcast, uh, like history perspective, but like throughout history, there's always been unrest and it's not always just because of Russia and Ukraine beating up on each other either in that area. <laughs> like there's other areas of, of unrest in the area, like cyclically similar to like how America has cycles, um, like with our economy and everything. If you look over the, our short lifespan, you have longer countries who have much more history than we do. Um, and we have a very short side, like American history of how things are supposed to do and how things are supposed to act and how, I mean, just, it's just a different mentality and mindset. Yeah. The, um, overall, the, the rest of the world doesn't necessarily behave by the rules that we expect it to behave to. Um, right. It just doesn't. We think this very, I don't know if I can find the right adjectives for it, but we tend to have a very like cosmopolitan, uh, Liberal will not get across the word I'm trying to say because it's not merely like a like Democrat view. That's not what it is. But like a like a Western cosmopolitan uh, secularist type of view on things that the idea of like a land grab or going after territory or 
or resources or something Yeah, or resources or why can't people just get along can't we just stop the war like if we're honest like that type of thinking is kind of how we function and it's it's also mm -hmm. how we function perspective we've always and on this side of the world like no offense mexico and canada can't really mess with us yeah we we, (laughs) yeah we in the u.s have it very distinctly different in terms of um for the most part not really having any we don't Canada and Mexico, we're not going to go to war with them. You right. know, like we're, it's not going to be a <laughs> wars that even in our history, like until you go back to the Mexican American war a long time ago, um, mm-hmm. you don't have like, we're not going to have just the Southern border. The problem is that people freely walk across it. Not that they're fighting about where it should be. Right. Like, right. <laughs> um, and that's kind of different. That's a different thing than it is well, yeah, in like, Russia it's, it's and a Ukraine. Of, it's a difference of established kind of the, the trade relationships that yeah. the USA, the US has established and um, th- those types of resources and the economic impact that we have built up here in the US is the, yeah. that's what we're seeing here. It's not the same um, in, in a lot of these parts of the world. And that's why, like Jeremy said, like, uh, unrest is, has always happened. It's just a matter of how connected we seemingly can be to it uh, and and how much we want to be uh, kind of privy to it, I guess. Well, and to your perspective, like World War II was like within a lifetime ago. And you had yeah. the Korean War, like within a generation and Vietnam. Like that was not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we forget about things very quickly mm-hmm. um, just because of how, the way things travel um, and everything's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Um, now it's not on my phone right now. It's not important. Um, mm-hmm. And with that, we forget a, an overall historical perspective of the way the world has actually functioned. And we also forget, I think often, um, which kind of wrapping up a little bit is who rules the world. And also that um, we are sinful and fallen people who are, on either side, greedy and covetous and envious of what others have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that that's a, that's a good point. That kind of brings us back to like one, the, and this is tough because so like right now we're watching Ukrainian citizens really suffer. Um, yeah. We really, and that's, I mean, I feel like we don't have to say it. That's obviously horrible and evil. Um, right. And I and I can't think of any moral reason for the invasion that they would have had um, to invade into Ukraine. Um, mm-hmm. So all that to be at the same time, I guess the point that feels like we're sort of circling is like that this isn't the first unrest or war that's happened in the world. Mm-hmm. And it won't be the last. And, and it won't be the last. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> yeah, it could be the last. In it that, uh, yeah, like we could, you know, who knows what God could do, but um, there's a sort of a comfort in that for me, um, like remembering, remembering sort of, yeah, my grandparents, you know, did live through World War II, like they did live through wars, they did see these things before, and there were tons of struggles in that, but at the same time, like we did get through them and God's church got through them and he never stopped taking care of them. Yeah. 
Well, and that's like to your point when the whole when COVID started, like Christians survived through the Black Plague, um, and they still love their neighbors. And how that worked out in each relationship wasn't different. Um, but there is still the call to like be faithful and trust and and I guess also enjoy the situation you're in as much as you can. Like be content knowing that thankfully we're not touched here now. Yeah. Um where we are, thankfully. Uh, and we can pray for his other people there for the and for the world world to war to end. Those are justified and good things to pray for. Um but knowing that God reigns supreme over all things. Yeah. Um I mean, this is a time when I feel like two things get tested in you, and one is your um one is your belief, your confidence in the fact that God is reigning and that Christ um even now is making enemies his footstool, right? Your confidence in that gets tested. Um, and at the same time, your confidence in the reality of prayer gets tested because it's so easy. It's so easy to, man, we just throw pray for Ukraine up on like on our Instagram and then we maybe pray for them once. And then part of us doesn't really believe that our prayers matter all that much. Yeah. So we don't necessarily like how many of us are praying every three hours for Ukraine. How many of us are setting alarms on our phone to help us remember to pray constantly? Um, not just for this, but even for those big parts of our life that need that kind of constant prayer. Like, I think the answer to that, like we would do that more if we really had the, sh- the surety that God is active right now, powerful right now, doing things right now, and he listens to our prayer right now. Um, because the reality is for the Christian, like we can sit here and it's a bit of a mystery, but we can sit here with confidence and say, like your prayers for the church in Ukraine, your prayers for evil to be stopped, your prayers for Christ's kingdom to come um, are actually doing something. They're actually doing mm-hmm. something. You are not just wishful thinking, uh, wishfully thinking like your neighbor who doesn't believe in God. You're not just wishfully thinking like them. Um, you are actually doing something. And you're talking to a God who is, even right now, even through the sinfulness and evil of Russia or Putin or anybody else, even through the evil and corruption in our own country, um, all the messiness of our own country, God is doing things um, and he's active in it. And that's, I mean, that's where our comfort comes to but we have to believe i mean you gotta ask yourself if you really believe that that's true the bible tells you it it is you just gotta ask yourself if you believe it yeah and that's what's i mean i think that's we're we're so short-sighted as a people and like i said earlier we're so connected to the images that are happening in real time uh that that's where i think we're, we're such a uh I guess, um, what's it called? Uh, our attention spans are so short. We're myopic. Uh, We're nearsighted. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. so that's where we have to constantly remind ourselves of that because otherwise, you're at least for the near future right, and for the last week, you scroll through a timeline. It's all you're going to see. It's all, you know, 
uh, if you're on the news, that's all you're going to see. Um, and these images are real and we're living it out. So getting yourself, you know, basically reframing your mindset continuously um, and trying to, you know, I think trying to ground yourself and like, you know, I think the, the big calling out of all of this is that, you know, all of us need to be called to a deeper prayer life and to be praying continuously um, for God's will to be done, for God's will to be apparent, uh, for contentment um, in the circumstances and pray for peace and for the evil to be stomped out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, no matter what the circumstances are, we want we want Christ and we want justice to reign. Um, and that's, mm. you know. It's it's tough. Uh, it's tough when we live in such an immediate society where, where things are just put in front of our faces. That's good right there. You said we want Christ and we want justice. Um, yeah. And we have a, uh, you know, I mean, this this should be defining to us as people, as Christians, because you should not look like your neighbor right now. Yeah. You, and you shouldn't look like a Christian version of the neighbor that like, you should not be just swimming in whatever the news is telling you to worry about. And you shouldn't be swimming in whatever like a Christian version of the news is telling you to worry about. Um, like that's not the fruit of the spirit of God. Um, it's just not. And if we are doing our duty, not getting distracted from it, then we will find, we will f- find that peace even when it looks like we shouldn't have any. And that ought to be a, a chance to tell others about this hope. Um, that we have. So that's kind of, I don't know, this whole thing makes me remember the fact that our last episode, we talked about <laughs> thinking about good things and not getting stuck into, you know, bad news constantly. Yeah. I guess that was, so, be- that was before all of this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was before all this. So um, I wanted to, we're just going to close up with reading uh, some verses here that I think will help us to think on good things. The, this first one um, is Psalm 10. And Psalm 10, it's a little bit long, but uh, it is, it's a really good prayer for the feeling of, um, God, don't you see what's happening? And will you please do something? So this is Psalm 10 written by David. Not this David. Yeah, no, King David. The David. The, David, the <laughs> important one. Read by other David. Read by Not. other David. Why, O oh Lord, do you stand far away? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? In arrogance, the wicked hotly pursue the poor. Let them be caught in the schemes that they have devised. For the wicked boasts of the desires of his soul, and the one greedy for gain curses and renounces the Lord. In the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek, seek him. All of his thoughts are just, there is no God. His ways prosper at all times, but your judgments are on high out of his sight. As for all his foes, he puffs at them. He says in his heart, I shall not be moved. Throughout all generations, I shall not meet adversity. His mouth is filled with cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue are mischief and iniquity. He sits in ambush in the villages and hiding places he murders the innocent. His eyes stealthily watch for the helpless. He lurks in ambush like a lion in his thicket. He lurks that he may seize the poor. He seizes the poor when he draws them into his net. The helpless are crushed 
sink down and fall by his might. He says in his heart that God has forgotten. He has hidden his face and he will never see it. Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up your hand. Forget not the afflicted. Why does the wicked renounce God and say in his heart, you will not call to account? But you do see, God, for you note mischief and vexation that you may take it into your hands. To you the helpless commits himself. You have been the helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked and the evildoer. Call his wickedness to account until you find no more. The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations perish from his land. Love that. O Lord, you hear the desire of the afflicted. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed so that man who is of the earth may strike terror no more. Psalm 10. Um, I was going to read um, one that came to our head, David, was Psalm 46. Um, God is our fortress. Uh, the choir master of the songs of Korah, according to Alameth, a song. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear that the earth gives way, that the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, that the waters roar and foam, that the mountains tremble at its swelling. Selah. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord. How he has brought desolation on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we could, um, it was like the one that, uh, additional one to stick out would be uh, Psalm 110, uh, sitting at, uh, sit at the right hand. Um says uh, says this the Lord says to my Lord sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool the Lord sends forth from Zion your mighty scepter rule in the midst of your enemies your people will offer themselves freely on the day of your power and holy garments from the womb of the morning the dew of your youth will be yours the Lord is sworn and will make it, it will not change his mind you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord is at your right hand. He will shatter kings on the day of his wrath. He will execute judgment among the nations, filling them with corpses. He will shatter chiefs over the wide earth. He will drink from the brook by the way. Therefore, he will lift up his head. Mm. By the way, that Psalm 110 is about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> As if it wasn't clear. Um and all this is, I mean, that's the—that's what we're talking about. That's what history is. It's leading to this, and it's happening right now. Revelation eleven fifteen. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. So whenever we are fearful to forget that, that's where it's headed. Like Christians, yep. Christians take a deep breath. That's the king that is not just reigning in the future. He's not just reigning in a far off place. These are verses talking about this earth. 
that we live on. Yep. And Christ rules over it and the enemies are being made a footstool. And sometimes sometimes that does not sometimes it doesn't look like it in the moment and it doesn't look like it the way that we think it should or it will. But he is making his enemies a footstool. And um that's our comfort. That's what we have. So that's what we need to think and, yeah, of. Yeah, it's like we are we are such a finite piece of history in terms of his uh you know, the infinite story. Mm-hmm. And it's not one that he's gonna forget to tell or forget to come to pass. So um as Jeremy mentioned earlier in the episode, uh there is a really good podcast episode from the Theology Podcast that we will link to. Um, called Ukraine and Russia History and the Theology of Nationalism. It is uh, really smart guys that have a lot of helpful things to learn about the history of that part of the world and to sort of understand what's going on over there a little bit better. So hopefully this was an encouragement to you guys. Uh, and please share this yeah. with somebody if it was. Yeah. And please let us know. Thing. Go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, just to wrap up, um, take it away, wrap it continue up. To, I just want to wrap it up and say, I guess one continued thing is we, we alluded to, and we said earlier, be praying, um, for Russia, for their leaders, for Ukraine's leaders, but also for our leaders, um, that they would all repent of their sins yes. and bow their knee to Christ yeah. and that we would in our own lives look and repent and believe the gospel in our own lives like this whole thing starts in our own walk and then once we order our walk under that we can encourage others too like let's be the examples of um of praying and, you know, for justice and praying for peace and living it out yeah and also i was like praying for our brothers and sisters in ukraine right honestly and fervently um mm -hmm. that they would be comforted that they would have peace and that they could you know try to you know, remain vigilant in this time that they would try to remain those that are in Christ, that they would try to remain content um, and in the right perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and that, you know, just basically that, yeah, that, that the Lord's peace would reign over uh, his people in Ukraine. Yeah. And lastly, like, it's not wrong to pray. I don't know. In Psalm 10, it talks about break the arms of the wicked and the evildoer. Um, you can pray for that too. I think it was, I think I heard this from Doug Wilson, but I'm not sure um, that there's two ways that like in the Psalms that has these prayers about God destroying his enemies. And I think it was Doug Wilson pointed out that there's two ways that God can do that. It's either by kill, by getting rid of them or by turning them into friends, um, which is something Jeremy spoke to earlier. That. Say it again. You can see like Nebuchadnezzar with that exactly. back in the day. Yeah, like that's how God can destroy enemies. So pray for that yeah. and believe that it can happen. God could bring repentance to all these evil people or he could see it in his justice to take them away. Um, mm -hmm. And either way, he would be holy and righteous. And we should pray. We should pray, God, you know, yep. break the arms of the evildoers so that they would stop doing evil. Um, yeah. And believe that it can happen and believe that it matters. So, all right, well... Uh, we'll be we'll be back with uh, more episodes, but like we said before, share this with somebody if it's an encouragement, and hopefully it was. And uh, be praying, and look to Christ. Uh, he's a king, uh, not just a lamb. He's a lion too, and uh, he's in charge of all this. 